Yay. I'm ready. Let's do it. I'm recording. Cool. Oh, good. <laughs> that's, that's how it works. Welcome, wingers. Welcome to Winging at the West Wing podcast. My name's Andrea. I'm Sarah. <laughs> and we're joined again by Sarah Johnson. <laughs> Sally's on vacation still. This is not just like an elaborate ruse. I She's follow, coming back, I promise. I follow her on Snapchat, so I know for sure that this she's is out in Colorado right now. Oh, lovely. But we are here today to talk about season five, episode 12. 12. Mm-hmm. Slow, Slow News Day. Day. Yeah, that was nice. Look at that. In time. Look at that. Uh, let us do, should we recap or sing first? I never really know what we do. I think we recap it's only, first. It's been over a hundred. I like to recap. I think we then recap sing. first. Yeah. Okay. So, what happened in this episode, Sarah? Toby had quite a day. What a day it has Toby been. Toby had a long day. What kind of day has it been? Toby, <laughs> slow news day. <laughs> it's been a slow news day for well, they wanted it was originally a slow mm-hmm. news day, and Toby decides he has a stroke of genius mm-hmm. in the middle of the night mm-hmm. that he is going to. Save Social Security. I mean, gotta love Toby Ziegler. Some of us wake up in the middle of the night thinking about what they're, you know, have to do the next day or... Tacos. That's usually why I wake up in the middle of the night. Or to watch the West Wing. Toby wakes up with a plan to save Social Security. And this is why we love him. God love him. So that's what we... That's the primary story in Mm -hmm. this episode. Other sort of... Kind of offshoots from it a little bit. Well, one offshoot, which we'll circle back to all of this, but the other offshoots are that uh, because it's a slow news day, CJ is looking for something that she can announce Anything. to feed the hungry press. Mm-hmm. And in the process, she meets with the uh, a man from the Argentine Carlos Embassy, <laughs> Carlos Ulala Carrero, or something. Um, they have a nice little chat about cabbage, which is probably the most exciting yeah, chat about asked, cabbage. Not a euphemism. Actually. I've ever they seen. really did talk about cabbage. <laughs> yeah, True. yeah. I'm not sure why. Still, I really never picked up on why. Well, we'll, but we'll figure it out. We'll get there. And other than that, I mean, it, everything else really is a consequence yeah. of. Toby. Toby trying to save Social Toby Security single-handedly. He's definitely started a little domino effect in this episode, so. Cha-ching. Let's, uh, let's sing, and then we'll talk about it. All right. Let's start. Okay. Yeah, start not too high. Da, That's going to be high. Let's do it. Da, 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 da. It is. That was my ringtone for a really long time. I know we've mentioned that before, but that was my Let's all, ringtone. We should do like a West Wing flash mob. Done. Wouldn't that be fun? Like maybe when this, this yes. podcast is over. Maybe the next project. Across the globe. And then yes. people will be like, oh, there was another West Wing podcast? <laughs> the one with the flash mob? That one. Did Josh Molina do that? I should hire people to do a flash mob on Josh Molina's yard. There you go. That'll be fun maybe with like t-shirts with our faces on it i don't know i like it okay anyway but the like airbrushed t-shirts oh yeah the kind you get at like a carnival exactly yeah i would love that Mm -hmm. um we did have a little bit of josh molina in this episode just like a just a a dash of him dash will do ya cha-ching i don't uh, okay first of all let's talk about this episode in general what was your like general Um, sense and takeaway it was good um i do like it toby is front and center in the whole thing. What's not to love about that? Um, it gets a little intense. 
It does. With him. It heats up. It does heat up. President raises his voice a couple times. There's some hitting of the fist oh, on the table. Yelling and um, on yes. the desk. Yeah, mm-hmm. it gets a little tense there. But uh, I think all in all, I just love watching Toby do Toby. Exactly. There's not much to He's dislike about so it. He's just so passionate and he was, he, he came up with this way and he thought for sure that he could fix it and it was just fun to watch him kind of do it. I feel like it starts, I, I don't think it's fair to, to call this like a season five episode in, in mm. terms of painting it with a season five brush. Right. I think it's a, a solid episode. Mm-hmm. Eli Addy wrote it. I liked a lot of the ones mm-hmm. that he's done. And there are a lot of great lines in this one. You know yeah, how like in lines. season one season one and two, there's a mm-hmm. lot of just great like quotable lines. And I feel like we get a lot of that in this one. Um, it's very quotable. You can't will yourself a legacy. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it, it's like inhaling a baby grand, like things like yeah. that. Yeah. So I thought it was good. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like it started with kind of a 17 people sort of vibe. It did. You're right. I'm going to go get my that. pink Spalding ball exactly. and just bounce it this whole time. He didn't bounce the ball in this episode. Oh. He should have. No, he did. Oh, he did. At the very At beginning. Right, at the very beginning. Yes. He I mean, mulling. first of all, let me say, uh, that almost went into a Destiny's Child lyric. First of all, let me say, if, if anybody, you included, called me at 3 o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and asked me one question and then hung up. Oh, no. That would be game over. That's not. So, that's that's a, not. That's a, a no-fly zone for me. It's a clearly pre-texting age. That's happened to me before, actually. I got asked a really dumb question at about 2 o'clock in the morning by someone, and they just asked the question, and then they hung up the phone. And do you know that person nope, still? Nope, we don't talk anymore. Exactly. So, luckily, uh, Josh Let that Lyman, be a warning to all of you all out there. If you call Andrea and I in the middle of the night with a bad, bad we, question, we'll never speak to you again, apparently. Unless you're Aaron Sorkin. And, oh, and call the anytime. <laughs> Day, night, our we're num- here. Our number is. Yes. Um, I probably won't have a plan to uh, to fix Social Security, though. No. So, just, hey, you just never a know. heads up. So, Toby realizes that there's like a two-week window mm-hmm. before... Um, they think that Senator Gaines, who's a Republican, is going to re- announce his retirement. Mm-hmm. And he the... thinks that because he saw him in the State of the Union, that's the opening scene is Toby's watching clips uh, from State of the Union, State of the Union address, which happened last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he notices that the senator stands up and applauds for the president, which is unusual for those Republicans to do that for the Democrats. Yes. The State of the Union. That's so funny. I've never thought about mm-hmm. watching the State of the Union in terms of watching the response this, yeah, in the room yeah. to it. Like, it's that a whole so new intriguing. perspective. It kind of makes me want to, like... Let's go back and watch. Let's go back and rewatch some State but of I the would, Union. I would need, like, to, like close-ups with yeah. name tags mm-hmm. and, like, where Who's everybody's who? from. It's so fascinating. Could somebody give me way. the Cliff Notes version there you of go. the... There's got to be some, right? Someone's got to watch it. Sure. And make Cliff Notes. Um, yeah, so then we decide that... He, he decides to approach the president to do mm-hmm. the wake-up call for Charlie. 545. Because, you know, when you, think Charlie of, to sleep in. when you think of a wake-up call, you want Mr. Sunshine, Toby Ziegler, yeah. to be doing <laughs> Not only that, but to be like, hey, let's fix Social Security. Yeah. It's not even 6 a.m. yet. Can you get out of bed? Slow your roll. Give me my lucky charms. Just something. So, uh... It's surprising that Bartlett would just kind of ride the wave of enthusiasm of Toby for he such should, a yeah. lofty goal. But yeah. at the end, you know, when it all shakes down. Yeah, when it all shakes down, mm-hmm. when Ish hits the fan, Bartlett says, you know, I wanted to believe that he could do it. Mm-hmm. You know, like. He trusts him. You yeah. still don't really see that. You do see that. I mean, yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of trust there. And like you said, and if it all blows up. Yeah. 
we'll we'll <laughs> always have Paris. We'll always have Paris. I love that part. Casablanca. Have you seen Casablanca? I have. Have you? I have not. <gasps> don't don't turn this off. It, they're not related. Oh my goodness! It's on my list. It's gonna uh, happen. Well, uh, yeah. Of all the gin to. joints in all the world, I know. I mean, I'm impressed that you know the quotes, but oh, well, so good. Anyway, anyway, another topic for another time. So Toby goes after it, and he's trying to broker this deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, <laughs> you, you know, it's not it's not going gonna, super gonna well. Go well. No, because he yeah. Well, here's the thing: the the president told him to do it. You know, hush hush. Back Nobody down. knows about it. Yeah, yeah. close um, hold. I don't think that's possible in yeah, D.C. Especially outside. Yeah, I mean, he met the senator. On the steps of the Capitol, yeah. just walking around, and we're supposed to not think that that's a big deal. Like, I know no one's gonna see them or anything. Clearly, like people did see them. He can't set up an official meeting because right. then people would know. So you'd really have to make it like a Bump Jason Bourne, yeah. like, oh, I bumped into it's you true. by a tree. It's true. You can't be like, hey, meet me at the Olive Garden at well, two o'clock. They were caught by yeah. multiple people, <laughs> including people from the press, including the press. Depressing. But On a good slow, news. Slow news day. Slow news day. Uh, let's talk about CJ for a moment because this did feel like, like I said, kind of classic West Wing because we did have some levity in mm-hmm. this. Uh, CJ and her, the cute little Argentine man. Oh, Ooh. Carlos. Carlos. And I recognize him. He's, he's been in a lot. He's been in a ton of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she, well, I love about her is she's just so business. <laughs> It's almost like you forget she she's a notice. female half mm-hmm. the time because, you know, she's in a man's world she's over the there. She's the job. She is. And uh, you see her, just, she didn't even look up, she's rifling through her papers. <laughs> and then she looks up and literally you just see her melt. You actually see her melt on the screen. Yeah. And she cannot come up with a sentence. She, and you just don't see that with CJ that often. She gets so flustered she and she's does. talking about how she doesn't really like cabbage yeah. but she hasn't had it in, in a, a while. while so maybe she does again and then she thanked him when he left for nothing and, for something and he just gave her that little smile and yeah and i, I love carol's like response to having snap her, to yeah snap her back snap her into reality so Aww. great cj and then at the end she gets a head of cabbage from... yes it's just sitting on her desk you just see the head of cabbage from carlos so it wasn't a sl- slow news day in cj's not at all love life Mm-mm. i mean I didn't get a cabbage given to me today, so <laughs> maybe that's the new thing. So maybe I'm, <laughs> maybe I'm, uh, I don't know, maybe I'm looking for the wrong things in men. You I always need to find the man that'll bring me a cabbage. It's always, we always, just check the produce department, ladies. I'm just you saying. You know, there's something to that. There's something to be said. If he's in the frozen food, se- frozen food section, he does not have time to prioritize If he's you. picking out a cabbage, that at least warrants a conversation, let's be honest, because who buys cabbages? Yeah. And if you do meet a man in a supermarket and you have a meat cute over a head of cabbage, we would like to know about yes, it please. and an invitation to the mm-hmm. wedding. And we, yeah, well, and we also want to know where that grocery store was so, so that we, we can, can go, go there. I guess we have to back up because Josh had to be out of the loop the whole right. time. Because Toby wasn't there telling was him what was happening. There was a little contention there. Like, it felt like some, some not so great... To the point Not where lovey-dovey. to the point where Josh thought that he was going to lose his job, yeah. which rightfully so. That's true. On the heels of the whole Angela Blake mm-hmm. thing coming in, and he had had to ask Leo, like, "Hey, am I? Yeah, I'm on the chopping block here. Yeah, and it's because of Toby. It is, and and Toby lied to his face. Yeah, flat out. Yeah, is there anything going on with Social Security? No, no. Ugh, you don't, I know other, some of you on Twitter have said that you don't like this episode no, because, because they're 
pitted against each other. I mean, it's not something that's comfortable to watch because you know how they usually are. So you don't like to see them sort of on... They're not even on opposing sides. It's just Josh clearly feel, feels left out. We all know Josh doesn't like to feel left out. And Toby's not breaking. And, I mean, he can't. He's got a good poker he, yeah. face. But uh, I didn't... I will say, not a fan of when he asked Donna to go talk oh, to Rena. Yeah, when Josh asked to, like, Donna to spy. Yeah, it just felt weird. Um, it just felt like she... I mean, he did it under the pretext of, of talking, having Donna talk to her about makeup and clothes. There and was pantsuits. Pantsuits. I mean, come on. Little bit. I mean, it was about, not my favorite Josh moment. Let's just. Couldn't they talk about movies? Anything. But there was a good line there when Donna brings up wanting to talk about. Yes. Uh, talk about makeup and hair. And Rena says, if you ever want me to teach you how to put on makeup, I'd be happy to. <laughs> And yes. uh, Donna loved that. But I did like, in typical Donna fashion, you know she's always going to stand up for what she thinks and believes, even if it goes against what Josh, Josh says. Exactly. She, this is, again, a furthering of her character. It was. It was a moment for her, for sure. She told Rena not to, to let anyone know what she's, know working, what she's on. working on. Mm-hmm. To hold it to herself. Also, as far as Rena is concerned, where's Ginger? I was just <laughs> going to say that. What happened to Ginger? I mean, Rena's... In Will's old office, and Ginger's been out in the bullpen this whole time. I mean, I don't think Ginger's in this episode. No, but like, she's not. I would be pissed if I were Ginger. Well, she's not even in it at all. Right. What in, in the world is she doing? She's she putting in all this time, and then... Rena, I'm still like, I can't figure out what I think about her, because she, she kind of seems dumb sometimes. She's like a little, like, not super smart, but she did really great in this episode. She really pulled one out for, for Toby. <laughs> Okay, I just <laughs> she didn't pull one out for Toby. Pull one out for Toby. Uh, she was crying at the beginning of the episode. Did we ever touch on why? Uh, well, because people don't like her. Oh, well, obviously, and I'd Toby agreed. Too. But also, she was crying while looking for Pringles, and there were no, no Pringles. Pringles. And I would cry if I ran out of Pringles on a certain day. Oh, everyone needs Pringles. I just love that they like have a stash of Pringles at the White House. <laughs> so just like she just walks over and picks up a jar or a can of Pringles. But really, would she be crying openly in, no. in the communications bullpen? I feel like she wouldn't. That's why I'm like, I don't really or understand Or she should her. know that she shouldn't. There, it's one thing, I mean, crying in the workplace, okay, that's the White House. Yeah. I don't know. Try to get it together. A little bit. I don't know. Um, okay. So, again, Josh Molina's in this for, like, mm-hmm. 2.4 seconds because mm-hmm. we have to talk about the vice president for some reason for mm-hmm. Josh to be there. And there was a, an exchange with uh, Josh Lyman and Will Bailey about this, like, political stunt that they're going to do to energize the Democratic Party because mm-hmm. they just want to see some lifeblood flowing. And so, of course, this is going to subvert what Toby's trying mm-hmm. to do in a perfect comedy of errors in a sort of tragic way. And there's this whole, uh, I don't know, they keep going ka-ching. Yeah. You know, like, Will Bailey's like, oh, we're going to throw money into this thing, talking about how the fact that Gaines isn't raising money. Mm-hmm. For his re-election. Which he only has $310,000. A measly three hundred ten k. That's all, folks. And honestly, why wouldn't Josh recognize that? Like, if Toby exactly. recognized that he wasn't going to run, wouldn't Josh recognize it? Why did Josh Whatever. act? Yeah. So willing, willing suspension of disbelief. It's yep. fine. 
But the whole exchange with the like, oh, throw this in, ka-ching, yeah. throw this in, ka-ching. ka-ching. And I was like, um, nah, not, not, not ka-ching. No, no more ka-chinging. Yeah. But anyway, and then Josh hands uh, Will Bailey the phone like he's the devil. Yeah, he's he like, did. here, just make this phone he call did. and this yeah. will be good. Anyway, it was, it was funny. I liked, I know people don't like the tension between our like family but I do like kind of the, the dramatic tension, the irony mm-hmm. of it mm-hmm. happening. Because we don't often get that where no, Toby, you don't. Toby's hi- hiding things from... I mean, you know, it makes for a fun watch. You it, don't always want to see everyone getting along all the time. That's not realistic. So I felt like this was a really good, true glimpse into that type of situation. And it's not even like they're arguing outright. No. And so you just get the suspense of There's a, it's like somebody knows something yeah. that someone else doesn't. The, the dramatic irony, the stakes are high. When you're hiding things from Leo. Oh gosh, yeah. First of all, they can hide anything from Leo. Toby, don't ever hide things from Josh. Because no. he wants to help you. And they're don't buzz. ever hide, hide anything from Leo. No. Gosh, there could be, other than the president, and I think they hide a lot from the president, actually, until he needs to know. But you don't hide from Leo. Oh, yeah, it's super uncomfortable to watch. Um, We had some other scandal uh, appearances on this one. We did. We had uh, Kate Burton, who played Senator Brainerd, um, who played... I don't ever remember her character's name on Scandal. I don't know. It was, was the former vice president who... And now she's the Liberty Report. Yes. Yes. The defender of liberty. Yes. She has that southern draw, that which sub- she does not have in this in yeah. the West Wing. And you're like, why have I met that yeah. person before? It's kind of like seeing a whole... Yeah. You recognize it's her, but you're it's like, very... You're like, wow. She's acting. Yeah. She is acting. And she, she was, does a great job. Yeah. She was great. She's fantastic. In, in both, really. I love um, seeing all the crossovers. They're definitely good for these political roles. Mm-hmm. For so many things in here. I just, I mean, I love anytime there's a Toby Star Vehicle episode. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't feel like you can go wrong. No. To, not with me. Terribly wrong by no. giving that man. And then also having Josh, uh, there's a scene when they finally yeah, meet in Josh's office, and he's like, what's going on? Yeah. You, you lied to me. And he stands up to him, mm-hmm. and I just love seeing both of them coming at each other mm-hmm. in their strength. Mm-hmm. I think that's a recipe for a good that was, episode. That whole tale in there, that last few minutes get a little intense because, you know, when when the Republican senator... Gaines. Gaines. He, um... Every time we say Gaines, I, I think know, of Chris Gaines. I do too. <laughs> Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks. Sorry. Um, he confirms with the press that he did meet with Toby. Oh. And that just starts, like, a storm. Yeah. And, um... Culminates into Gaines and Brainerd both saying they do not want to be involved and they're out. And the president catches wind of what's gone down. And that's when he and Toby really sort of like, he gets pretty loud with Toby. He got intense. I think there was a lot of uh, raised voices and fists on the desks. And uh, he tells Toby to put it back in the box. (laughs) That's what he said. Put it it back back in the box. Put it away. Yeah. Yep. And... Every time, and I know, obviously, I knew it's coming because I've seen the episode, but when um, Toby starts to write his resignation, resignation, first of all, you know something's up because he starts typing. Yeah. When and that. how often do we see Toby typing Never. in this entire series? Like, like a handful. Less than five? Yeah. Definitely. Less than five. Definitely. So, you know, and then when you see up. him sign the paper, it is the worst. Can you I imagine if he actually that. left? No. My gosh, no. Like... No. No, nothing against Rob Lowe. We love Rob Lowe. We, we do love Rob Lowe. 
I love Rob in Lowe. some different ways than others. I love him in all of the ways. She does. Uh, but you can't imagine no a, Toby a, an administration no. without Toby. I don't know I what would happen. I think it would have so dramatically altered the course of the show, and it might have not bounced back. I, honestly, if that had happened in season five, oh, whew. even that's an interesting thought. What mm-hmm. if Rob Lowe had never left, mm-hmm. but Toby like, like I don't Toby left. I don't know. I don't think I could even compare the 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 weight of what that would do. No, kind of probably would have ruined. The I don't. Show. Even, I don't even I don't really want to think, think about, about it. it honestly. We're not thinking about it. Let's not think about it. Um, but yeah, he doesn't end up having to resign because in the final hour, because you know why? Because he finally talked to Josh. Josh and Leah. Have done the whole time. I know. So this one's called Slow News Day, and I feel like I, I have to use Huey Lewis in the news, The Power of Love. Mm-hmm. But really, I'm just gonna rewrite it and call it The Power of Bipartisanship. Hey, because go. in the end, they That's came together, and they realized the only way that they could broker this deal is. Because they got so close to making it happen, and then the dumb dumbs were like, "No, yeah. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna make a concession if it looks like we're the ones who mm-hmm. are making it happen." Or nobody wanted to appear like the weaker side. Right. We don't get any credit for it no. as as the administration. This huge, I know the huge thing that went down that whole day, and it's a huge deal. thing. Yes, mm-hmm. and it's like it never happened. But you know what? On principle, mm-hmm. they'll know. Yes, they will. They'll know it happens. They will now. Toby. Gotta love that man. You do. I mean, you you want someone who's going to swing for the fences. Is there anyone, feel free to chime in, people out there, if you are one of these people, but does anyone not love Toby? I I don't even want them to chime in. What show are they watching? I just just don't know what kind of personality would not like Toby. And especially watching him in something that does. I mean, I understand he's like rough around the edges early on, but like his core Mm -hmm. desire for good, the idealism... I mean, obviously, the idealism didn't work. He was gonna, he was gonna be written up by the Wall Street Journal and have to sure. resign. But sure. you know, you know that happens. Some of us have bad days. On a this slow news day, that's day. just what happens. It's a bad day for Toby. That's what a typical day is like for me. I mean, he had almost lost his job. CJ got a cabbage. It's kind of just we all have our days, guys. <laughs> We, we do. all have our crosses to bear. We sure do. I just love it. Just when Toby came into CJ's office and there's just a cabbage sitting on her desk. And You're like, goes, what's the most random? Yeah. Is that a vegetable even? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, 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 yeah. I mean, it's not a fruit, but no, it's vegetable. Yeah. Um, They're like, what's the most random vegetable that we can use yeah. to make a funny I mean, storyline with Parsnip might have been the only thing that could have been Parsnip would also is a funny vegetable okay. name. Okay. Sure. And she's there's just a cabbage sitting on her desk. Again, anytime we get a moment with CJ getting to just be CJ, CJ the woman, the woman, yeah, yeah. Where's Danny in all this? When's Danny. the last time we saw Danny? I don't even remember the last time that Danny? It's around. been too long. She, it has been too long. That woman got way too excited about a cabbage. <laughs> she needs to go on a date. Yeah, she needs to be taken out on the town. And honestly, can we just find a man like Josh or Toby? When like they're sitting down in the mess talking about their discontents, I just the language like Josh. Just, that's just not the kind of. It's our undoing. It is our undoing. It really is. It'd be great if just we could find some political operatives. That's I think. true. I yep. don't know that they I don't would want to date I us. Know they, <laughs> we, they wouldn't want us, but we would oh, show them. Heavens to Betsy. Mm-hmm. Um, or just, or maybe just TV writers. That might be a better. Actually, that's probably what it is. We should just go for that you one. Want to just call us. Um, <laughs> yeah, like you're gonna you're gonna finish this with a big blue ribbon or a deafening mm-hmm. silence, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. poetry. Come on. Come on. So good. Uh, speech writers. Speech writers? Again. Unless they're writing speeches about Hanson, I don't think they want to talk to me. 
But uh, I think it's a good episode. It was a I, solid episode. Season five or not, I thought it was good. If you guys have thoughts or feelings that you want to contribute to the conversation, you're always welcome to. You, you can email us at thewestwingpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram uh, at wingingitpod. And uh, we love hearing from you guys. I, It's so interesting. I know sometimes we get it after the fact and sometimes... I read things while we're recording. Like now, some people like this episode, some people don't. Some people skip it. But I hope if you skip it, that you stop doing that and go back and give it another it's shot. It's a solid episode, guys. It just is. Go with it. Give it a chance. Oh, <laughs> Tony on Twitter just tweeted. It's a good example of Toby's sanctimonious opinion of himself, and he likes the tension between Josh and Toby. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. All right, well, we hope you guys have a great day, and we will see you for the next episode. Episode 13, The Warfare of... Thank you. Oh. Yes. Oh. Yes. Okay, <laughs> all right. See you guys later. Bye.